0: Good morning
1: good morning good morning
0: and you got music
1: welcome. playing welcome yeah welcome to sacred space sunday
0: yes i'm mark christmas i'm your director of holistic wellness and this is Naomi Jewel, the founder and spiritual director of the nia center soon to be dr nail <laughs> awesome awesome uh Nia, Nia Purpose and Attention, This Center presents today, Sacred Space Sunday. So even if you're listening on the podcast, thank you and welcome to uh, Educate, Engage, Educate, and Empower. Uh, our spiritual conversations here will engage, educate, and empower. We draw from the insights of sacred texts, wisdom teachings across the ages, sages from the past and present, and universal ethical principles with practical strategies for transformation that create oneness, joy, and love right? Uh, our transformation model with insight plus application equals results. We'll get to that a little bit later. Today, the conversation is about the power of oneness. Our program will include an affirmation, a moment for a posture of pre- presence, mindfulness moment, a talk, and a conversation to engage, educate, and empower. Next, we recommend you practice applying the insights and close with a prayer to take you into your day and the days ahead celebrating three years in community as of September 19 2022 almost almost four years now um Naomi, what's what happened this weekend what's today happy father's day right
1: happy father's day to all the fathers in all the forms people show up as fathers this is your day we appreciate you we thank you we love you
0: yes Good morning, Mallory, good morning, auntie, good morning, Monty. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> hello,
1: hello, everyone. Blessed Rising, yes, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: good morning, good morning.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, and thank you for the Happy Father's Day.
0: Yep, yep. Special day, I got a call today from Europe for my daughter, so that was pretty cool.
1: I mean, that's saying a lot, right? Calling you from Europe. That that in itself is telling you that you did well.
0: <laughs> thank you, Facebook user.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Facebook user. Yeah. And we've already had a wonderful Father's Day. Uh, yesterday, we celebrated. Uh, my dad who's a musician and uh, went to see him play at a wonderful restaurant, which we will go ahead and give a shout out because they delivered a tremendous meal.
0: Yeah, Eddie, Eddie, B's. Eddie B's In is Tyson's
1: old. Corner, Virginia. Genia.
0: Gotta give it up. They and were gotta give everything it up was excellent. They the appetizers, the water, <laughs> 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 the meal, the dessert, the coffee. drinks everything was on point
1: perfect the service the atmosphere the energy and of course we can't say there's just not too much we can say about the music because the the bears the three bears the three bears papa bear junior bear and baby bear shout out y'all y'all brought it we had a good time my sister said the only thing missing was a dance floor though she almost (laughs) created one
0: Yeah. He had a birthday too, right?
1: Yes. And his birthday is tomorrow. So shout out to A.D. Smith, uh, many more. And shout out to both of my fathers. I'm blessed to have two and many who show up in that way. But to Curtis Jewell and A.D. Smith, happy Father's Day. Yeah. So tell um, us about June 10th, So Juneteenth, Monday is also Juneteenth, you know, um, a a time for recognition, acknowledging, remembering, reflection, emancipation, um, when the enslaved in Texas finally were told that emancipation had come to African-Americans. And so that has been historically celebrated in Texas. For a very, very long time and has even been a holiday in Texas, relatively speaking, for a long time and three years ago became a national holiday. Um, And so um, we definitely want to. recognize that, you know, it, it is it is a, another form of acknowledgement to have Juneteenth be a national holiday in the midst of this time and environment where African American history and therefore American history is seeking to be erased by so many. And that there are laws in the books that actually um, allow for censorship of American history, particularly as it pertains to African Americans. And so um, June 19th, Monday, tomorrow is a day uh, to stand in our power, to give thanks for the ancestors, um, for the walk that they walk, their endurance, their resilience, and, you know, we really are their legacy. And so it's an opportunity to uh, be in gratitude, reflection, and joy. Um, joy about who we are and what we get to create on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. Yeah, as probably what I was thinking about that. I was like, how did, well, I mean, I figured they didn't, they didn't have internet, right, and, and text and stuff, so information wouldn't flow as fast, but uh, to take, what, six months to get all the way to Texas well, from D.C.
1: If you think about it, although things have changed a lot, they, they they haven't changed that much. When you control the distribution channel, you control the information. Yeah. So that hasn't changed.
0: Yeah. The distribution yeah. channels
1: are different, right? It's not not horse and carrier, but they had had abilities to 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 uh move information even in that time, right? It's yeah. just uh what information did they want it want to be moved into who? And so that has not changed, right? right. Not one bit.
0: Were well, there are other states that were uh delayed in there announcing it as well or is it just texas do you know, well, I, know no, I don't I mean, know you that region
1: of the country and and again you know mark would call me google uh, i don't
0: expect you to be the answer to no overall <laughs> but just, i mean you just did a program on it so it might it may have come up
1: so as you can imagine no i mean but at that time you know there were so no the answer is no it wasn't the only state but in terms of states that were part of the the Confederate states and the Union, I mean, the United States wasn't formed as it's formed today in terms of 50 states, so you're talking about the communities that were part of that political uh environment you know the the states that were at war there were states further west that were still kind of independent so no was it literally but a part of what was considered the states at that time that was the furthest one away and so therefore the last to get the information
0: Mm. Mm. okay well thank you thank you for that you did a big you did a big thing at your job for for uh jonesine as well didn't you
1: yeah, we brought in a wonderful speaker, Dr. Joe Leonard, who's over at Howard University, who Excuse is actually uh, an American history scholar and PhD. Um, so, uh, reach out to him and <laughs> don't don't tell him I sent you his way uh, uh, with with your detailed uh, questions about the history. What was his name again? Joe Leonard. Joe, Joe Leonard. Leonard. Fantastic Dr. Leonard. gentleman. Doctor Leonard. Fan, fantastic, yeah. General Omega Sci-Fi, HBCU, and someone who's been a civil rights advocate and leader in this country for many, many years, and 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 a public servant, and he continues that public service at Howard University. So, uh, thank you, Dr. Leonard, for coming and speaking with us, and um, just one other example of the legacy of our ancestors.
0: It's really great to have access to. H-U- to be that close right to where we are and the resources that they have.
2: You know, even though
0: they are, are, are I don't know if they're ops, but I guess that's what the kids would call them now. Um, you know, with the FAMU, uh, you see a FAMU jacket in the back hanging. Um, but yeah, they, they've got a lot of good stuff that comes out of Howard and to give it up, gotta give it up to them, right?
1: <laughs> so. I'm sure they would appreciate you <laughs> giving up a little to them. Um, <laughs> they're like we got our own creds the statistics speak for themselves But we'll, we'll take it, they got a vice president <laughs> yeah yeah uh, they, they graduate um and have they continue to graduate the most in in person full-time black phds um in the country
0: yeah yeah
1: so that's uh-huh. tremendously significant in terms of the, their contributions historically just cannot be minimized
0: I got a buddy who's a lum. He calls him the Mecca. The Mecca. <laughs> shout out to Dre T. I know he's probably not listening, but I'll, I'll, I'll put it. We're in our text group, but I tell him I gave a shout out to the Mecca today. Awesome, awesome. So let's uh, let's keep moving. So birthdays. So we talked about your dad's birthday is tomorrow, and the day after that is the last day of Gemini. So happy birthday! Shout out to any Gemini birthdays. And then what's after Gemini? Cancers, the Cancers.
1: Yep, yep, yep. The heart people. So um, your birthdays are coming up. So happy birthday to all Geminis and to all Cancers. And then next Sacred Space Sunday, again, we're first and third Sundays, first and third Sundays um, is July 2nd. So right before the uh, July 4th holiday will be the ne- next sacred space sunday and i wonder it's what we're talk about
0: then yeah independence day
1: independence day so much to talk about and i'll just say it's the summertime and so you know we reserve the right to replay one of our what we're going to say <laughs> wonderful pre-broadcast that you may have missed or you know the these talks do come to us and through us as we're going to hear more about today and so um they bear repeating they bear repeating so um, we don't consider a, a replay as a miss. It is just a call to replay and recontinue to continue a conversation that we've had before. So, um, in in looking to seek balance, that we offer that you seek for yourselves, um, you know, reserve, we reserve we, we reserve the right at times to offer you replays.
2: Um, Thank right. you. Yeah.
1: And with that, we, we're planning a holiday. We're going on holiday tomorrow. And so, looking forward to that. Um, as a good fr- friend of mine said, you know, I need to go to nature to replenish. And so, um, mm-hmm. we will be traveling to nature in Virginia this week. And so, looking forward to that and that period of rest and restoration.
0: Yeah, I supposed to say all of that on social media.
1: I didn't say where. <laughs> I didn't say where. I said rest and restoration. That might be exactly where we are right now, which I didn't say where that was either.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: Let's find our posture of presence.
0: Yes. So join me, if you will, in getting
2: settled in your space.
1: Finding the opportunity to become completely present. Whether that is eyes lowered, eyes closed, or attentive to what is in front of you, presence. Let's raise our shoulders, draw them backwards, and gently release them in. the crown of our head pointed to sky, acknowledging the earth below with feet on the ground, knees of sitting on a cushion, whatever it is given the space you're in noting how you are grounded to the earth below, as your crown reaches to the sky. Sky, body, earth, alignment, connection, oneness. Sky, body, earth. Centering in this connection, through the holy gift that is our breath. Simply notice your breath. Not controlling, noticing. Is it a short breath? Is it a strained breath? Is a long breath. Is it an easy breath?
2: Relax. Sky
1: Body. Ease, inviting joy, inviting peace. It is through the power of oneness, the alignment of sky, body, earth, alignment to my source self, the inner being that I allow to emerge through me as me. I know this time is blessed. I know it is divine. I know it is perfectly unfolding. I know that the truth of our nature is compassion and love. joy, ease, and fun. This is my decree for this time and the energy that is sent to all that hear and all that hear them. And my awareness of our oneness, of our power, Of our eternalness. I release this to the action of the law, knowing it is done, it is, and I say, Amin Ashe, and so it is. Gently bring yourself back into the moment. I don't know about you, but for me, those tones really are miraculous.
0: Just the spirit for house cleanse. Yeah. The um, power connection, like the oneness, the sense of oneness with the music and the video is just kind of going throughout the different scene. I feel like I'm in it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 It's beautiful. Beautiful,
0: yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So Let's seal that with the wonderful affirmation that you have put together to us. And so I invite you um, to repeat after me, wherever you are, whenever you are, today's affirmation leading into our talk. God sees through my eyes. Hears through my ears. Touches through my hands. And speaks through my voice. I am one with God. Mm. Let's say this one more time. Yeah. God sees through my eyes. Hears through my ears. Touches through my hands. And speaks through my voice. I am one with God.
0: power of oneness the power of oneness uh, that's our talk conversation for today and so uh, i prepared a few words uh when i want you guys to listen as listen and actively listen there's a point where i ask you to put something in the chat if you can participate in that that would be great but let me just say this affirmation one more time god sees through my eyes ears through my ears Touches through my hands and speaks through my voice. I am one with God. You know, I think I believe God created the idea of oneness not to isolate, disconnect, or separate us from one another, but for us to unite in harmony and unity, to become one with Him, right? Being in oneness with God is a thing of beauty. It means being intentional and unified, right? And it is binding, it requires agreement, connection cohesiveness, and harmony, and can create amazingly miraculous results. You know, there's a scripture uh, in St. John 17, chapter 17, verse 21, where Jesus says that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I am in you. May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. Right? So here at the Near Center, we uh, believe that we are one, with God, we are direct descendants of his creation, um, and therefore God is in us, just like the, uh, as you know, as Naomi often says, the drop of water that's in the ocean is as much the part of the ocean as the ocean is itself. And so, um, let me give you a few examples of oneness, right? A good il- illustration of oneness would be to watch ants working as a team. If you ever think about some ants, you ever seen them, they work in synchronized oneness for the benefit of the entire colony, They line up and socially form, they're tunneling, some are carrying food and others are looking for food, but they're all working together, right? Another example would be synchronized swimmers. You know, I love how they display oneness, right? It's fantastic to see swimmers working synergistically in oneness and harmony. It is all inspiring, glorious, and mighty. And then the last example can be marriages. Marriages flourish and grow when couples are on the same page and oneness, right? Relationships are more robust when two work together, right? So what is oneness, what is oneness? So imagine that you're the whole universe. You live in total joy and bliss. Imagine there is no past or future, only right now. Imagine there is no space or time, just an unbounded eternity. Imagine endless peace, harmony, and unconditional love. Imagine no fear and equality in all things. This is oneness, right? Now, unfortunately, we can never imagine it fully, right? To understand or experience anything, we generally must compare it to something else, immediately bringing us into duality. Oneness by definition is incomparable. So is it ever possible to know oneness? Yes. But only by direct experience will we go beyond the mind, intellect, and ego, right? Oneness is the coming together of all opposites. It is always with us as the basis and underlying essence of everything. If nothing, it's nothing in itself, but it holds the potential for everything. We have to go beyond the senses and duality to find oneness, right? I would say oneness is the most profound and sublime state a human being can ever achieve. A blissful, although usually fleeting sensation, when we are overcome with joy and multi-directional feelings of intense connection. Oneness shows us the meaning of connection in every sense of the word. Essentially, oneness is a feeling of interconnectedness, a transcendence of boundaries or dividers. It is usually experienced as an intense heart-opening and awareness of the inherent goodness of all beings, right? We get access to the ability to see beauty everywhere, in everything and everyone. Imagining a pathway to end all human conflict is easy in that state of mind, right? Uh, If you're understanding one is through the lens of connection, let's talk about connection. So Tik Nakan had a quote, he says, we are here to awaken from the illusion of separateness. Separateness, separateness, separateness. separateness. We are here to awaken from the illusion of separateness. That's a quote from Thich Nhat a great Buddhist monk, rest in peace. Uh, often concepts like oneness are monopolized by organized religions, spiritual seekers or new age devotees, right? Such groups tend to suggest that oneness is a privilege only for them. But oneness is not something you need to qualify for spiritually to experience, right? It is free and readily available to everyone, regardless of their faith, hence the neocynical. Uh, you don't have to have a near-death experience or adopt any belief system to experience a state of oneness. As in my experience, this beautiful state of mind can occur as a spontaneous response to ordinary life events like a walk through the woods or a genuine conversation. Right. I remember one time uh, flying over, flying into Phoenix, and going over the Grand Canyon and looking out the window on the plane, and just seeing the vastness of it and amazing. And I can remember vividly the connection to oneness that I had at that moment. Right. It's really a matter of recognizing oneness for what it is and inclining your mind toward it. Right. So let's talk about some everyday examples of connecting with oneness. Right. Like connection. Oneness can be experienced on a micro level where the boundaries between you and another person dissolve. Or more broadly, when you feel as if you're united with all of creation, right? It can be a momentary wave of feeling and awareness that passes over you. Or an impactful and life altering experience when you suddenly see the truth of everything and the meaning of connection is manifest, right? Experiences of oneness often happen where, when we are alone and frequently occur in nature, right? There's an environmental philosopher named Glenn Albrecht who describes oneness with nature as a feeling where the boundaries between the self and the rest of nature are obliterated. And a deep sense of peace and connectedness pervade consciousness, right? And so I just want you to take for a sample um, a moment to think about what are some descriptions you would use for oneness. And I give some. Of some time to place that in the chat what are some descriptions you would use for oneness? let put them in the chat we'll get we'll come to them and talk about them a little bit when you think about oneness what's some descriptions that come to mind for you and just place that in the chat While you're doing that, I'll come up, I'll share some of the other ones I came up with. An experience of feeling closeness and unity to all that surrounds you. A momentary burst of love, gratitude, and interconnectedness as you sit with cherished friends. The all significance or insignificance you feel when gazing up at the stars. I'm doing some stargazing this week. A silent, sudden awareness that strangers on the subway are your brothers and sisters. All you New Yorkers out there. Huh? The realization that others have many of the same dreams and heartaches that you have. A sense that you are in sync with the universe and breathing through the lungs of the earth. I like the posture of presence. Just talked about. Feeling in complete harmony with an understanding of every sentiment being. I love this one. A state of neither wanting nor needing anything. Mid-satisfaction, right? A deep knowledge that everything is going to be okay. Everything will be okay. Everything always works out. In a sense that everything is linked and that everything we do affects the world. So let's talk about cultivating oneness to promote connection, right? So I find it helpful to think about oneness as a practice. Uh, something we stay open to and intentionally strive to cultivate. Experiences of oneness are profoundly heart opening and can turbo boost you on your journey to more connected living. Right? Moments of oneness are deeply connecting both in the moment and in how They shape our view of the world and our place in it. Think about yourself if you work in the office environment. Try lifting your gaze from your desk and to take in the more extensive network of people you are a part of. even if you just visualize it in your mind. You're closing your eyes on a hike to listen to the natural environment. Or maybe you're singing along at a live concert or a church service and feeling your voice join others. Narrow talked about that last night, that's what we were doing at the restaurant. Oneness illuminates natural wisdom, making it far easier to see what matters in life and what doesn't. See, oneness enables us to bask in a sense of worthiness, belonging, and beauty. In short, it helps us see and experience the true meaning of connection. So the ultimate meaning of connection is the supreme state of interconnection. Emotions like love, appreciation and peace tend to spring up during experiences of oneness. And this is often a clue that you are entering into one of those ultra connected states. All you have to do is savor these moments and linger with them longer to allow them to amplify. Take note when you feel your mind and heart opening simultaneously. And don't be afraid to be over-inclusive in your definition or experiences of oneness, right? This is a territory where more is most certainly merrier, right? Feelings of oneness and connection are mutually expansive. The more alert you are to noticing oneness in new scenarios, scenarios, the more you will experience it. And these moments' natural welcome result is a profound sense of genuine connection. now that we've we've shared some insight on oneness, I want to give you some suggestions for connecting with oneness. I'm going to give you three of them. The first is to see your own oneness, right? And as you stand in front of a mirror, uh, pause for a moment and look directly into your eyes. And you can either say this silently to yourself or you can say it aloud. Ahum Bra mas me. Ahum Bra mas me. Ahum Ahum brah mas me which means I am the universe or I am the totality, right? You can say it in English if you prefer, instead of "I whom Brahm asked me, you could just say I am the universe, I am the totality, right? This is your soul reflecting into itself and reminding itself of its oneness. Practice this at least once a day or whenever you catch a reflection in a mirror. The second suggestion is namaste. Right, The Indian blessing namaste is accompanied by bringing the palms together in front of you, in front of the heart center when meeting or taking leave of someone. It means I recognize the, the divinity in you, which is also the divinity in me. Or in other words, we are the same oneness. If it's uncomfortable to say it aloud, think about it silently whenever you meet someone. And then the third thing is om. Right, so oneness is the potential for all sounds, but is itself silent in every moment of existence. The whole of creation constantly emerges from the silence of oneness. The first sound or vibration emerging from the silence is om this vibration then expands into all sounds and vibrations of the universe. When we chant om. It draws our awareness back to the dawn of creation and to oneness.
2: Oh. All right. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat>
1: Such a rich talk. Thank you. Such a rich talk. So, so many things. And I already showcased on the screen um, the different responses that people shared in terms of the word that came up for oneness. But I want to go back to a couple of things you shared, but I'll, I'll start at the end here with this um, insight uh, plus application equals results, the application of see your oneness, namaste, and Om, And so each of these that you are shared um, is steeped in the Indian Vedic traditions, as you um, shared, which we more broadly call Hinduism. Um, though they also the namaste and some of the yoga practices in, in in those that practice more Buddhism, but it really is um, steeped in the Vedic traditions that we know as Hinduism. And so even inherent um, in the language that you gave um, to talk about oneness, you can see in this word here, Brahma. And Brahma is... Um, in Hindu, the the ultimate, the ultimate is Brahma, and so you can see that in the word, right? Ahum Brahma smi, ahum Brahma smi. Is that um, how you say it? <laughs> I, I I I I don't know, but I don't I know, but maybe. I like it. So, Say that again. Just someone, someone who pra- practices uh, Hinduism.
0: Let's hit us that one more time. Will, then, will
1: come and, and and correct us. Um, and so we we recognize and don't pretend to speak on behalf of the tradition or as um, practitioners of the tradition. And yet um, we seek to acknowledge and honor um the sacredness of this practice, right? And right. so forgive us uh, for any mispronunciation, but again, can see that within it is is Brahma who, who is the ultimate in the Vedic traditions. And so, ahum, brahmasmi, ahum, me, And you can feel the vibration in your body and that's why chanting is such a sacred practice right and it's like you shared mark with the um third part of your application of of the ohm. if if you all have never practiced um chanting the ohm it's very powerful and there's youtube videos out there that will give you some guidance from hindu practitioners on doing an om chanting practice Um, Sometimes if you are practicing yoga more authentically um, from people who are uh, practitioners that that will be embedded in the practice, you know, and and what would typically occur is you would take a deep breath in and then breathe out the own and you've got to be willing to fully express it. And I will say the more fully you express it, the more you'll receive from it. And so and you may experience yourself as an instrument right and it is because you are that's the that oneness that mark is talking about the sound of the universe you're experiencing yourself as that alignment that connection um, so, so powerful, Mark. So thank you. These are three very, very transformative, sacred, powerful uh, practices that Mark is inviting you into. So um, I join him and in, invite each of us in, in embarking over this. Uh, try, for um, try for
0: the week. Try for the week. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and again, if you're, if you're still unclear on YouTube, you'll find support for all of these practices um, through various YouTube videos that practitioners have put out. Um, in the course that I co-taught um, as a teaching fellow in the fall um, in a religious engagement where the students there embark on practices from various traditions, when we uh, got to the Hindu week, one of the options for the practice and part of their grade is to do the practice and then to journal about it and and share that journal experience back in to turn it in for for grading. And one of those practices was to do a week-long own practice. Um, So very, very powerful stuff. The other thing I wanted to, to go back to, um, and I don't know if you can reference it in in your talk because I don't remember, remember the exact language, but where you were talking about oneness. And um, the what saints. are some descriptions you would use
0: for oneness? the no. question no.
1: Mm-mm. It was the uh, part where you talked about various traditions would uh, say that oneness is only achieved through their particular, way of seeing and doing things, but you were saying, you made some statement about oneness is not something that, you know, you have to be part of to experience spiritually. If you could go back and restate that, I thought that was a beautiful uh, statement of, of spiritual oneness.
0: Yeah. Uh... It
1: was like in the early middle of your passage, anyways.
0: No, I know what you're talking about. I'm just, I'm trying to think of the exact way that I said it. Uh.
1: <laughs> the point is that I mean this. This this is the heart of the matter, right? That um, particular traditions will have specifications of um, who you must be, what you can do, what you must do, what you can't do, what you shouldn't do. And what the NIA Center is all about is that we are born spirit. Often
0: concepts like oneness are monopolized by organized religions, spiritual seekers, or new age devotees, such as groups. Such groups tend to suggest that oneness is a privilege only for their members. But oneness is not something you need to qualify for spiritually to experience. It is free and really available to everyone, regardless of their faith.
1: I mean, that that sums up everything. It really does. It sums up everything. Uh, oneness is available to all of us at all times because it is our birthright. It is our re- reason for being. We came out of a creative source that's full nature and purpose is to create. And so needed to create as many ways to keep creating, right? And so we are that creation so that we may continue to create and so on, and so on, and so on, and so on. It is our birthright. It is our purpose, oneness, and connection. Now, on you know, any given moment, we forget that. <laughs>
0: we, we don't live exclusively emotion It's usually it. fleeting, right? That it comes, yeah. and then yeah. it goes, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. But because we've forgotten it, because we're not living into it, doesn't mean that it's not there. Yeah. It's, it's your analogy you use, Mark, uh, which is um, an analogy and an explanation of when you turn off the light in the room, it doesn't mean energy is not there.
0: Right. It's always present.
1: It's always present. You're just not always conscious of it.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. thank you. Thank you for such a powerful talk. Right.
0: Yeah. Thank you. So what were some of the descriptions of, of folks w- with oneness? What did they have here? Happy Father's Day, Phil. Thank you, brother. Um, uh, alignment. Okay. Love. Empathy and compassion. I think you meant compassion, but we work with yes, that.
1: It's, it's missing an O.
0: Water. Yeah. Okay, I, I can see that. Water. Complete. Monty <laughs> Okay, king and queen. Oh, when you're walking in nature and you come across a beautiful waterfall and you feel a moment of serenity, inspiration. Absolutely. We talked about that. Often you connect to the oneness when in nature. That's the most common connection of it. Uh, Unison. Planets. Okay, okay. Connection, essence and divine's creation of love got it powerful all powerful descriptions of of uh, oneness right I don't think anybody has a monopoly on it. i certainly don't and that's why i asked what some of you all's descriptions would, would be uh for oneness i had some that i listed i talked about being on the subway and realizing everybody on the subway is your brother or sister um every power i came across a video that i posted about eight years ago while I was giving free hugs on the subway. Remember that name? <laughs> I had a friend who called me. He's like, "Man, what about all those germs?" <laughs> this was pre-COVID, obviously. Pre-COVID, pre-COVID.
1: <laughs> but what a beautiful thing, right? It and, was, and and it was and you thing. didn't get sick. <laughs>
2: I didn't. You know,
1: and and so really, it's a testimony, right? That, that really is a testimony that when you're operating in alignment and oneness, there is an embedded power that no science might be able to measure the impacts of it, of like, you didn't get sick, science could measure that. You did these things, encountered this, and this didn't happen. That could be measured. It but.
0: was very uplifting. I tell it was a wonderful feeling. I guess I was just feeling a connection. This uh, what subway we were trying. I was riding the one train and it's something else. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, definitely free hugs. somewhere out there.
0: Video. I think I gave about two hundred free hugs that day. Yep, yep,
1: yep. And you never know whose life you touched and whose life yeah. you might have saved. Yeah. Right. You never know. Men, women,
0: all sorts of people, right? Black, white, Latin, brown. Right. You know.
1: And in this environment, right? Just imagine the power of free hugs. That's, that's a real courageous act. It, it is on any day. But I was just <laughs> watching the news today and some of the statistics about the fear that people have around their well-being in this day and time. Um, the notion of offering out free hugs, Continues to be a, a, a supremely courageous and act coming from oneness of, yeah. of true, true namaste, true nam, the embodiment of namaste. <laughs>
0: yeah. So oneness is powerful. So Nate, tell us why did you choose oneness for the center
1: Because I do believe, as I said before, that um, oneness is our birthright that we are creative beings, that we are the living living manifestation of the one, the ultimate, that which I could never fully understand and no name would fully (laughs) address, though called by many names and described in many ways, Um, that that is what we are. That's who we are. That's what all beings in life are on this planet and that it is our purpose. to continue to create, that there is a source out there that is creative by nature, meaning that's what it does. It creates, it creates, it expands, it continues eternally. And, you know, my brain thinks if, if that was my, if I had all the power and no limitations, and my only point of purpose was to create, that I would want to, like like a company, I would want to leverage, right? Why would I just do it all myself when I can create some leverage, some others to support me in doing that creating, because now I can magnify my power, right? And that that is what has occurred. And we are uh, a reflection of that creation with the role of creating. And so we are one. We're one with one another through that source. We are one with that source. And that that is the fundamental, most important thing that we would want to understand about ourselves and our life here. Everything else almost doesn't matter if you don't get that right fundamentally. Um, but it matters in the sense of everything that you do flows from that space. Now, again, yeah. we don't always live in that consciousness, and most times we aren't in that consciousness, but you feel the power when you do, which is what when we do our posture of presence and our meditative moment. You feel it. That's that energy that you feel. The energy I still feel, right? The energy I feel from doing that chant right now, still. The energy I feel from saying, on right now. That energy that I feel, that energy I feel when I'm, given the opportunity to allow when I give source the opportunity to fully flow through me and I'm able to be in a facilitative space with other creative beings and we're co-creating on that vibrational level and I just come away with (laughs) a joy and just a wonderful feeling that I can't explain Mark you and I have experienced it together um, in rooms, many times, and just people are like, y'all are in sync, and y'all are saying, and it's like you're flowing. It's that oneness, given the full power um, to do what it does. So to yeah, me like I, I said earlier, it's like there's no
0: boundaries, right? When you think about oneness, it's just to imagine no boundaries, and and they said it's hard to imagine oneness for long because you can't you want to compare it to something, right? Um, uh, but it, but it, it I think it is very powerful, and it can be. Uh, a few weeks ago, that's why I didn't want to do this talk today. Um uh, and I do the replay. Um that, that this is something something worth having a good conversation on.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you put joy and love on top of it, which are just other Forms of oneness, right? But worth calling out in a world where we forget, right? That anytime we're truly experiencing joy, we're in a position of oneness. When we are giving and receiving love, we're in a position of oneness. And so they all feed each other, um, but worthy, I think, of calling out the joy and love. So when we send you out each week you know, with the spirit and energy and vibration of oneness, love, and joy, no, it is the ultimate vibration it's that vibration we feel when with that 963 hertz tones <laughs> yeah
0: okay yeah. okay anything else
1: no 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 and it's almost the top of the hour
0: uh, so well, family. enjoy your juneteenth for those that i'll be celebrating if you're going to any festivals or whatever uh, enjoy As you reflect on um, the meaning of Juneteenth and they gave us earlier, and what it's about, uh, it's it's really not a celebration, it's a recognition, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a celebration of freedom in the sense of freedom is good and should always be celebrated. Right, and is not to be taken for granted. And if you turn on the news, you get reminded of that in a daily basis. So yes, we are celebrating our ancestors and the legacy that they have left us. Right? Um, certainly, those ancestors that have left the legacy of good, not so much the ones that have left the legacy of oppression. Um, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what,
1: so let me clarify our ancestors. Um, <laughs>
0: Which ancestors? So all, all
1: ancestors, sisters, and forms, and fashions that left a legacy of good, right? Um, and of oneness, love,
0: and joy. Of
1: oneness, love, and joy, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We're celebrating that. We're celebrating the freedom um, that continues to be and is critically important. And we acknowledge uh, the journey that brought us here and that that journey is not done. That that journey is not done. And that, you know, as uh, Dr. Joe Leonard said in his talk, calling on the language that precedes him of none of us are free until all of us are free and all of us are not free. So it is that um, that space of Juneteenth that has us in reflection of, of of navigating that nuance of the journey uh, continues and a distance has been traveled. So with that, Mark, um, we invite you uh, to lead us into a closing prayer.
0: All right. Don't forget to follow, subscribe to the Nia Center the podcast, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, you also have the Facebook group, all uh, Allverse. Uh, And we talk about blessings of oneness, love, and joy. And so today we come together uh, in spirit of oneness, knowing that we are all, uh, that God is in us and we are in God and we are a part of each other. We are connected through that. Uh, I recognize the divinity in each of you, which is also the divinity in me, right? We, um, We are the same oneness and many of come from the same source. We have the uh, power that creates the world, the universes within us. We get to tap into that. May we tap into that as we go forward into our, our daily activities and with the activities in front of us. May we uh, embrace this oneness. May we find a moment to connect with it today. Connect with it today, whether it be on a walk or gazing at the moon or stars in the evening listening to a song, singing in unison with the song, with the choir, or uh, at a festival, right, uh, enjoying the food that, that we may be taking part in, that we, that we go out powerfully together in love and, enjoy and in joy and the reception of each other uh, as all divine beings. In your name we pray, amen, and so it is.
1: And so it is. And so it is. And namaste.